we are so happy you are here tuning in to Kentucky Wesleyan College Campus Ministries. In this podcast, we dive deeper into chapel topics while having real conversations. Enjoy this week's recap. Hello, and welcome to the Post Chapel Podcast here at Kentucky Wesleyan College Campus Ministries. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm your host today for this episode, Tony Schaus, and I am currently the pastor at Eaton Memorial Baptist Church here in Owensboro on 3rd Street, and I've been in ministry for 20 eight years or so. I uh, went to Georgetown College and played football there. Then I went to the Army. Um, I'm happily married. I've got two kids, a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old. And here with me today are Logan Lake and Burns. And I'm going to let them tell you a little bit about themselves that I think Burns got, has a little bit more information about her real name. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, my name is Elizabeth Burns. Uh, everybody here on campus calls me Burns. So I'm a junior here at Kentucky Wesleyan. I am majoring in middle education with special ed and math. I'm on the women's soccer team, campus ministries, um, Alpha Omicron Pi, um, a little bit of everywhere all at once. So if you see me around campus, don't be afraid to say hi. And then I think it's uh, Logan's turn. Um, I, my name is Logan Lake. I am a senior here on campus. I'm also on staff with Tony at our church. Um, but uh, what, did I, what did I just say? I'm a senior. I graduated this December. Uh, religion major. I'm in choir. That's about it. It's not very exciting. <laughs> well, it is exciting to be here, and each week we get a chance to dive in a little deeper and break down the weekly chapel services, and so that's what we're here to do today. We're going to check this out. Um, Wednesday, we talked about what it means and why it's important that we live our lives with honor. And so the Wesleyan way, just to give a little bit of a summary, is that we live our life with honor, or we do everything with honor, we support each other, we compete with integrity, and we love each other. And so what we've been doing the past couple of weeks is talking about honor, uh, where Ben talked about what the definition of honor is. We looked a little bit deeper this past Wednesday into uh, why it's important to live our life with honor and what it looks like to honor each other. And so a few of the things that, uh, that we wanted to kind of look at today is what, what are some things that maybe stood out to you guys? Okay, so I'm going to be honest here. I really like the Slay Some Dragons. <laughs> I loved it. I put little emojis because I used the Bible note app. But um, I really like um, the one point when you said, be true to your words. Um, and I put um, a little dash underneath it and said, God is 100% trustworthy and he does not lie to us. I really like that. I think that's like comforting to know that we can always rely on God to give us a true, truthful answer. And. And it's, it's amazing as we look at that and, and think about the, the reasons for living with honor is that when we live with honor, we, we absolutely reflect the character of God in all that we do. Mm-hmm. And so those, those things that, uh, that, that signify honor in our life, how we live with honor, are the same kinds of attributes that God has. Oh, and yeah. that's why it was so important to me as we were looking at that to, to kind of ground everything in this idea that we're made in the image of God. And, and if we're made in that image, then we are to reflect his honor and glory in the world. And, uh, and obviously we don't do that perfectly. Uh, in fact, we do it kind of, um, haphazardly, but when we do it, we are reflecting the character of God. And so it's important for us to live in character and with honor so that God is, is, um, reflected on earth. So how about you, Logan? You got anything? Just, 
when one lives with honor and integrity and those go hand in hand and lives an honorable life and honors the people around them, whether they deserve it or not, but respects one another, the world looks at that differently. And then the world kind of is like, that's, Mm -hmm. that's not normal. You know, you disrespect me, I'll disrespect you back. You, whatever you teacher you give me a bad grade well i'm a you know talk smack about you and cuss you out in the hallway when no one's watching or whatever so it's like mm, well first of all you probably did something to get that bad grade but that's beside the point but it's just giving people honor and respect always not just when they're watching yeah i definitely agree with that because like again like um going off what when it's weird in the real world when I say the real world, I mean the social media, the papa, the paparazzi people, and all. Everybody wants to get on the, on the what's going on on the trend now and such. So like, I think it's like definitely um, need to keep in mind that even though we all like most of the world do do not follow the Christian faith, we all bear the image of God. Like in Genesis one. Verse 27 through 28, right? 26, 27. 27, 26, 27. That was close, okay? Uh, 26 through 27. It's just like, because God created us in our own image, in his own image, and he um, pretty much, it just loves us so much that he's like, hey, I want you to carry my image around and just be me, be honorable, be lovable. It's really cool. One of the aspects of that passage when it talks about being made in the image of God, and I learned this in seminary, and I never really had thought about it, but um, in the ancient Near East, they would, the, the kings would put statues of themselves in the in their kingdom to yeah. show that they were ruler over that kingdom. So everywhere you went, you would see a statue of that king. And that's kind of what God did, right? So God is the ruler ultimately, and he puts little statues of himself out there to kind of show that. And I thought that was really cool. That has nothing to do with honor, but it was one of those things that I've remembered for years. Well, I mean, I, I like that, that we are image bearers of, of God, thus we should live honorably and whatnot. And we shouldn't, people could go with that statement and be like the, the little G God complex and, yeah. and run with that. But that's not what you were intending on. Um, but we are made in the image of God. And that, that gives us inherent um, value only not because of who we are, but because um, whose we are. And so we are representatives of him. Um, I say that, let me go back on what I said. We are all made in the image of God, period, whether you believe in him or not. But if we're in Christ, then we're ambassadors for him. Then we... Um, Christians got the name Christians like oh you little um, Christ you like uh, you image bearers of Christ and it was it was a derogatory term back in those days but still we are if we lived our lives with that same kind of oh I'm claiming to be a Christian whose name am I representing with that title yeah 
I think we would live lives differently. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think I think that's definitely important. And and when we looked at this Wednesday, we talked about honor having the the noun meaning, the the meaning of the noun honor and the meaning of the verb honor. When we when we live with honor, when we show honor with uh, to in all of our relationships to all of our folks, we, we had to remember and understand that that honor doesn't set anyone's value. That our value is inherent within our creation, like who we are. And so that means that if the people we disagree with, the people that we agree with, then and we we can honor them legitimately with 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 absolute um, freedom because we can honor who they are and then we can live our lives with honor. A lot of times, I think in our culture, we we see people. Um, differently, and so we honor folks who we believe have deserved somehow to get that honor. So we we have people that are, for whatever reason, celebrities and all of these other folks, people who have never done a thing but are YouTube stars, right? And yeah. we honor them, and we, we we hold them in high esteem. And the reality is, that's that's it's only part of what we're called to do, and we're called to 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 live our life with honor, and that means that we would honor other people based simply on who they are and who they are created to be. And so you, you said something important, uh, Burns, you said that we don't, we don't have to agree with folks. And, yeah. and that's one of the things that I think is so important um, because our culture might tell us that we do have to agree with people mm-hmm. to honor them, to treat them with honor, or we have to, uh, to, to have ser- similar beliefs. And, and, and I'll say the culture, even in the church, I think we get into that rut oh, yeah. where we hold each other in a greater esteem if they agree with us. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of gravitate towards people with our similar beliefs, but, but that's not what God has called us to do. And so, um, for me, I, I looked at it in those two ways that, that what does it look like to, to live honorably? And what does it look like to honor others? And, uh, we get into that, we get into that whole conversation about, um, the world has some really good standards of honor. Like I, I think it was deep within us, DNA level within us, we have this understanding of what it means and looks like to live honorably, right? So in, in our in our world, in our society, we feel like it's not honorable to run around and lie. It's not honorable to um, to live a double life. It's not honorable to. So on the flip side, it is honorable for us if we if we live our life with integrity. Of course, integrity is one of those four pillars or four values in the Wesleyan way, and we're going to be talking about that in a few weeks. But um, integrity simply means that our insides and outsides match. That we have uh, we're not living this dualistic life. And one of the I think one of the traps we fall into, especially as as students and younger folks, is that um, we try to be somebody that we're really not. And so we yeah. try to play this game. We try to, and, and, and really that, that prevents us from living honorably simply because we're trying to pretend we're trying to act. We don't, we don't really know who we are and we're trying to figure it all out. And so, uh, one of the best ways that we can be that is, is to live honorably as, as people who are authentically us. Um, and, and again, it doesn't mean we don't try to be better we don't try to, we don't try to learn and grow, but it just simply means, uh, that, that your personality is there on purpose, that you weren't created on accident, that there, there's something inherently wonderful about who you are. And if that's true, then we need to live into that. We need to lean into that and, and figure that out. And again, uh, you, you go from there to, to thinking about doing what's right in, in every circumstance, in every situation. And, and the reality is that's hard for all of us. 
Right. So when we're alone and we have the option whether or not to, to do something the right way or to do it the easy way, a lot of times we choose the easy way mm-hmm. over the right way. And so just elaborate on that a little bit. I, I'm trying to help us as we, we remember the outline from Wednesday, trying to help us kind of look through it. No, yeah, you're totally fine. Um, I think, honestly, to add on to that, I think a lot of, especially college students, student athletes especially, they um, totally have two different lives. They have their school, their, their team, like how they act around them, and then they have the friends outside of that team. They act so differently. And, like, um, I was at a meeting last night, and this guy was telling us his story, and he was saying how um, how he was living two different lives he was living the life of a college student he was getting drunk all that stuff partying on weekends and then going to church next day feel like everything's all fine like he did his bible study and but that's not who we are because like god calls us to be true to ourselves and that's like true honor i think to be honest i think rather than us living two double lives we should try to be more honorable and try to show um, our friends, either on the sports teams or in the classroom, anywhere pretty much, to show them how we are, not only in the church, but outside of the church, how we um, are not perfect Christians, that we love God, that we want to tell them about God, and yes, we're like this way, but we can still be friends and buddy-buddy. What do you think, Logan? Is really where the rubber meets the road with a lot of people in their, mm-hmm. their lives and what they choose to um where they're going to plant their their flag and uh it's where a lot of young people they get into college and they just well they get surrounded with so much culture and so much other stuff and then they're like you know what this whole jesus thing is not as appealing as i thought it was and in uh high school and all that but um i don't know it's just it's like Hannah Montana says, you can't have the best of both worlds. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, I love, I love the reference, Barnes. I, I think that falls into the net, you know, as we walk into living an honorable life means that we hold tight to our convictions without being rude and without yes. being overbearing. Yeah. And I, I played college sports too. I played football at Georgetown and then I went to the military and both of those worlds were crazy mm-hmm. and I loved them. And we were able to kind of, um, coexist and and I was I I had to do the same thing you guys are doing I had to figure out how to live my life it it, singularly I had to live my life you know the same life all the time in every place that I was and the reality is um, it became easier as I got older became easier as I did it more I was able to live out my convictions um, even more strongly without being a jerk because obviously we we have to live in the world Um, it, it to live honorably we also have to honor other people and so we're honoring other people by by living that life that is strong in our convictions without being um without being rude we we recognize their value as well as we're going through it mm-hmm. i do have a question though um some people may be curious about what slay some dragons mean i'm curious about it a little bit too but okay. just some little clarification well so I, I i stuck that in there for a couple reasons number one when I, I made the comment about pulling a sword out of a stone i think very few people understood what that meant i, I went back and asked my kids that night about it neither one of them had any idea who arthur was um it's it's a reference from king arthur and yeah. the sorcerer's stone some you guys probably knew that my kids didn't know it at all and so I told him to go read books. 
but um, but the slaying the dragons thing, I stuck that in there for, for a couple reasons because I wanted it to connect with my introduction, number one. But number two, I stuck it in there because we all have dragons in our life that, mm-hmm. that we have to be brave enough to... Um, I think we live honorably when we hit our struggles head on, when we hit those challenges head on, because we're all going to have them. We're all going to have struggles. We're all going to have things that are that, that are hard for us in life. And we've got two options, right? We can we can run away or we can hit them head on. We can run away from the uh, from the battle. I, I always think about that scene. In Monty Python's The Holy Grail, when they're uh, there in front of the cave, and there's a there's that there's this rabbit, and they're making fun of him at first because they said, "Well, it's just a little rabbit; he can't hurt anybody." And then that rabbit decapitates a couple people, which means cuts off their heads, right? Bites off their heads, and uh, and and all these brave knights like run away, run away, and they run away really fast. Well, we've got those options in life. Whenever we're faced with hard times at school, when we're faced with hard times in our later on when you get married you're going to be faced with these hard times um sometimes it's it feels like we're slaying dragons when we're sticking it out when we're just hanging in there when we're when we're not giving up on the battles of life Um, and i'll be honest there have been times in my life when it's when it's felt so much easier just to just to give it up just to run um but as an honorable person that reflects the image of God, God doesn't give up on us. And so why would we give up on those, um, on those difficult times? I couldn't really explain slay the dragons burns the other, the other day, just because I didn't have a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Um, I was right there on the time limit and I kind of had to cut it off, but that's what I meant by that. And I was hoping people would kind of take it, um, in a couple different directions, but that's the one direction I was thinking about is just sticking it out with the hard stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. No, I kind of figured, but I wanted a little bit more clarification because sometimes I overthink it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm an overthinker too, so we're right there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I I kind of uh, knew where you were going with that, and just of the um, we've all got stuff we got to deal with in our lives, mm-hmm. and we could uh, we could build ourselves up and our egos up to say that oh it's just us we have to do this it's like this david and goliath complex or whatever where we are the hero of the story not christ where yes we do have to face our fears and we have to show some grit and and uh and all that and show and face our fears but also realizing that um that ultimately it's not us that the only way we can have victory is because Christ already had victory. The only reason we can be honorable people and live with integrity is because Christ modeled that perfectly. And when the he chose to live faithfully, and this it, it inspires me so much, and it's um, is where my mind goes with it. Of just you know, he he could have given it up. He could have. Um, he was a man. He he made choices. Uh, he he was perfect, but he was a man, and he could he could have chose to give it all up at the last second, but he didn't. Thank God, he chose to go up that hill on that cross, and uh, when when his humanity didn't want to, he said, "God, I I don't want this cup." But then he said, but not my, my, my will, but your will. But he, he chose to live with honor and integrity, and he models that for us. Yeah. 
I definitely like that. I also think it's amazing how even though he was still a man and he was like tempted by the devil, he still like overcame it by saying, by saying um, that um, um, there was a verse I remember um, that it was mentioned in the Bible, so the Bible series that um, it says that um, those who um, um, those who betray my father in my house. Um, shall not be living in heaven. I think um, Jesus quoted that. Don't quote me on that, though, because I'm not very good at remembering verses. But there was something I remember because the devil was showing him, saying, I can give you all of this if you just bow down and worship me. And, God. and Jesus just like, no, I'm not going to do that. What is wrong with you? I, I serve a mighty God that you decide to betray, and I'm going to I'm going to serve Him, and not you. Because if I served you, this whole world will be be ruined for nothing. This beautiful world for nothing. And I think that's amazing. Because like, literally, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, stood up to the bully himself. Like he he received the temptations like we all do every single day, and yet he still like overcame it. I, I like what you were talking about with the. Uh, the reference to Jesus's temptations there in the wilderness, because what he was ultimately being tempted to do was to, um, to sidestep God's plan and cut corners to, to go, um, quickly to honor and glory rather than having to go through the cross. And so, um, you know, there is, there's no glory without the cross. There's, there's, there's none of that. And so the devil was tempting Jesus to, to rule, you know, show everybody you can make this, these stones into bread and eat, you know, show everybody that you're awesome by jumping off the pillar of this temple. Let's, you're the son of God. You can do whatever you want. He was tempting him to, to live dishonorably by cutting those corners and not going through the the things that God had already planned for him. And so I like how that kind of came into that. Of course, the, the last couple of things that I talked about too, were, were just being good for your word. I know it sounds crazy, but showing up for your appointments, making sure that you're there. Mm-hmm. I, the, the longer I live, the harder it is for me to understand, um, uh, people, uh, really just in general, but people that, that just don't show up. They just don't go to places. They don't mm-hmm. do what they say they're going to do. Man, our word is really important. And I think that if we're going to live with honor, we have to live, um, being, being true to our word because you know what? God always shows up. Yeah. God's always there. God's always on time. Even though our time is different than his, he's always on time. And so I think about those. And then as we shift and we kind of move into the second part of what I talked about, we, we talked about how we, how we show love to one another and, and the one verse that I quoted at the end or in the near the end was from Romans chapter um, 12, 12 uh, verse 10. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it says to outdo one another in, in love, outdo, outdo one another in showing honor to others. And I think it's important that, that when we look at our relationships, so our parents relationships, our teachers relationships, our coaches, for those of you on sports teams, our bosses, for those of you who have jobs, you know, all of these relationships that we have um, are, are, are important that we show honor in those relationships. And one of the ways that we show honor is, is with our words, right? We can do it passively by not bad mouthing those people whenever they don't do what we like. Um, but we can also do it actively by honoring them with the words that we use. So we, we have the, we have the power in our tongues, right? The Bible says we have the power in our tongues to curse or to bless. And so often I think we we curse people rather than bless people with the things that we say. Um, there's so much in the scriptures about 
making sure that whatever's coming out of our mouth is building people up rather than tearing them down. And uh, we think about cursing and everybody's like, yeah, don't curse. Don't say bad words. Well, it's not just about that at all. It's really what's what's coming out of our hearts, what's coming out of our mouths about our fellow humans. And what are we saying about those people and how are we how are we living? Um, of course, you look at the marriage relationships and how important it is to to honor your spouse and build them up and to, and, and to share with them the things that you love about them and that you honor about them. Um, and so your parents and your teachers and your spouse and uh, and then in your dating relationships, honor comes in lots of forms. Honor comes in not using another person for who, for their for their body or for anything else. We we honor them by by making sure that um, that we recognize that they're made in the image of God. And so therefore, we're not you know, not looking at porn and doing all these crazy things, but we're living in, in ways that honor other people. So another, another thing to add on when we honor those, our friends, family, we shouldn't talk, be talking behind their backs. I know that's very popular in today's world or like tweeting about it, especially you know, mm. that stuff. Like, like even though like they may not hear about it or see it, uh, it's, it still hurts our like on being honorable because people will hear about it and see about it because they're like here oh Burns said this about this person or like um logan here heard it is talking about this about this person behind their back and it just like builds a bad image not only on us but also on god because it's like because then people start thinking say does god talk about bad behind our backs or or is that just a human inside of us so i think we should start like watching what we say and instead of like talking bad about those behind their backs um we should just like pray about them, say, Hey God, um, please bless them today. Um, make sure I don't bow, bow mouth them or any of that. Please give me the strength, any of that. Cause God knows our struggle struggles and he rather us to go to him for with our struggles than us taking it out on somebody else. Cause we are all his creations and we are all made in his image. That's convicting. Uh, I, I wrestle with that and struggle with that a little bit of just um, you, you want people to, to live good lives and to do healthy things and appropriate things and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. But then when you really step back, you're like, do you want these people to do these things for, to, 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 better their life or do you just want them to live up to your standards or whatever that whatever in the world that means and having to take a step back and analyze your own motives like are you doing this out of love because you love that person and you want the best for them or are you doing are you thinking this and you want to say this because you just ticked with them (laughs) and you just like come on man pull it together but you got to rein it back and be like, well, would I want this person to talk to me this way? Mm-hmm. Or would I want them to come alongside me with patience and love, but also speak truth and love? Be like, hey, man, this, is, this isn't really a healthy way of life. This is what we're called to do or whatever. And really go through that prayerfully and not because my, my mouth gets me in trouble all the time and of just talking before thinking and 
so on and so forth. And so I, I feel that. I don't know if we need to summarize, but just to kind of pull some of that together, it's not just about talking badly about other people. It's just about our circumstances, too. Some people don't seem happy unless they're not happy. Does that make sense? They always want to complain. They always want to pick out the bad stuff in life. They want to say, you know, and, and every time you talk to them, it's like they have drained your complete battery. You're done after you. And, and so I don't want to live like that at all. I want, I want to be the kind of person that's that's good to be around, that people are excited about. Hey, man, this guy's happy. He's, he's genuinely got some joy in his life. And, and I think that joy reflects the character of God. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you guys uh, for listening. I know there's a lot. I'm, I'm so thankful for Logan and Burns, um, Elizabeth Burns. Most of you know her as Burns. And I really appreciate the opportunity to come and chat about chapel service. I'm so excited about this series that we're doing. And I know that God is going to use it to help us to grow. And so we're going to pray. And as we do, would you bow with me? God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for all that you're doing. And I thank you for... Um, for helping us to learn more about your character and helping us to learn more about who you are and how you have created us. And God, I just pray that you would give us the the strength to live honorably, that you would give us the strength to, to live honorably as we live our lives and as we show honor to one another. And God, help us to be able to do that in a way that would draw people to you so that they would see through us and they would see you. Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.